Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability control our lives keep us playing small and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Good morning. Well, it's morning for me in my recording studio area. Ah, it is hot here in Texas. It's really making me reconsider the summers here. <laughs> I'm going to manifest a like new summer house where I like don't have to be in Texas for the summers because man, it is hot, 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 hot. Um so that's like what I'm feeling today is just hot. <laughs> but I'm actually recording this podcast on 8-8, which is the Lionsgate portal, all about manifestation. Um, so I'm feeling just like all tons of energy and emotions today as well. And I'm just going to allow it to be. <laughs> We're going to allow it to be. Today's episode, I was feeling really called to give some education, to give some... <sighs> opportunities for healing and also like acknowledging some resistances like lately with my private clients we have been delving into and also myself actually funny how that works but we've been delving deeper into resistances and like getting in our own way and knowing that we are our own way to success and yes having support And yes, working with a coach or a therapist or program, whatever it is, that is so helpful, but also you're the one that you have to be the advocate for, for your own success. Someone can give you the idea, someone can give you the strategies, but like at the end of the day, you're the one that has to promote it and you're the one that has to actually take action. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about how to move through resistances to your growth and to your purpose And I also want to talk about, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I feel good with where I'm at and everything is like chill. This is also a podcast for you because if we don't continuously do the work on ourselves, and I don't mean that I'm trying to fix, fix, fix myself all the time. No, but if we stay complacent for too long, we are not going to really grow into the places that we really want to grow in or create the dreams and the desires that we really want to have. So you really need to continuously explore yourself in order to get through those blocks and resistances. So let's get right into it. All right, so we're gonna go through five ways to continue exploring yourself and move through your resistances to growth. So first and foremost, for those there that are like, 
I'm good. I feel good. Life is good. Relationships are good. That's great. But if you're looking to go even deeper or if you're feeling stagnant, which can happen when we just coast and there's nothing wrong with that, everyone, like there's nothing wrong with feeling content in your life. But if you're an ambitious, driven person, that gets old really quick. And the reason why it does is because you don't know what you don't know. And so when you're on your path to your goals, your dreams, and you become, I don't want to say stagnant, but when you become complacent, when you become content, there is a difference, being you'll feel it. And then sometimes stagnant can come up where everything just feels blah and like, yeah, things are good and business is good and relationships are good and I'm bored (laughs) or like I'm craving more and so that's kind of you know if I'm honest that's kind of a place where I'm at right now where everything is just good like business is good clients are good what I'm creating is good it's great and I'm feeling stagnant in my like routine and where I'm living and I just want to shake some shit up and so If you're anything like me, when you get to a place of good, that's when you need to dive deeper into yourself and that's when you're being called to explore more of yourself. So first reason, first way is to explore more of your yourself because you don't know what you don't know. So it's like when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling stagnant, when you're feeling (laughs) you like, (laughs) do you love my um, little analogies there? Um... But when you're feeling just kind of like, like I'm okay, I'm good, but I'm okay. There's more to explore because there's something within your body that is telling you, hey, wake up. There's more to discover here. And so as you continue exploring yourself through inner work or through therapy, even through workshops or having new experiences for me, I get my inspiration and I find more about myself through a lot of live experiences. So whether that's like a static dance or a festival or being around like high vibrational people, I get and I get and receive a lot more about myself, a lot more knowledge and information. So it's it's for you to look deeper within yourself and continue excavating yourself. And I don't want to say because this might come off of, oh, Jess, are you saying that I need to like continuously work on myself and fix, fix, fix? No. There is a difference in a mindset in that regard where you feel unworthy and you need to continuously do the work. I do believe that there will be a time and a place where you feel very secure in yourself. And I'm getting to that place where I'm feeling more secure in my confidence where I don't need to constantly do the inner work on myself. However... I don't know what I don't know. So if I'm feeling stagnant, if I'm feeling stuck, if I'm feeling everything is good and I want more and I'm craving more because that's who I am as an individual, it's not to say, oh man, like there's something wrong with me. It's no, that there's more to explore about me. So what is the part of myself that I need to continue exploring? And like I shared personally, I'm in that kind of stage right now where everything is just good. And that's great. I've been wanting it to be good for a long time. However, I want more now. And something that's coming up for me is like play and adventure and travel. And so I have my women's retreat coming up in the next month. And so that's so exciting. 
And I'm also looking to, you know, go out more and maybe go to new, have new experiences. So whether that's like, you know, what's coming up for me is like traveling to a festival or like a weekend getaway with a friend in a new state or something where I get to experience something new or I get to trigger my body to have a new experience. Because to me and for me, I'm recognizing that's something that my soul needs on a constant basis. So when I'm in a place of feeling good and, and content, it's actually a time to remove myself from that good and content place to then allow myself to have a new experience so that I can receive more information about myself. Ooh, maybe this place that I'm going to and traveling to is something I need to go to every year, you know? And so something for you to think about is if you're in this place of contentment or, um, feeling okay with how things are moving it's an opportunity to explore more of you because you just don't know what you don't know and when I've talked to a lot of people who've been in this stage of themselves in more of a self-discovery of figuring out like yeah things are terrible but they're not great it's you're in the in-between stage where you've kind of created so much safety and comfort in that in-between phase of mediocre or stagnant in yourself and your life your relationships that's where people start to get this weird itch where it's like I want want more and I want to discover what that looks like you have to have the uh, I'm not editing that out so um you have to have that desire to go and explore yourselves because when you do you get to open more of the doors to your true authentic self. And I have been bear witness to that for my clients, um, for clients that have come back to me working with me after a period of time because they're like, Jess, now I'm ready. Like I've had more things come up that I'm ready to deal with and I'm ready to move through. And so it's constantly, you have to think of it in that way of like, how much more can I get to know myself? So, and I think that's like such a great way to share this is that you don't know what you don't know. So how can you go and explore more of yourself to find more freedom in yourself, to find more greatness and love and like, oh my gosh, life is so yummy and nourishing right now versus, eh, it's good. Everything's just good. Why can't things be great? And so that is just my, my inner authority within myself that you know my soul wants more pleasure and play and like abundance so if you're anything like me it's time to go explore more of yourself okay second way of moving through resistances to growth and reasons healing happens in layers oh man this one is definitely something I'm consistently learning and I know, but it's just when it happens, you're just like, oh, yes. And a lot of my clients right now are moving through these healing of layers because as we evolve, we develop new lenses and perspectives to see the world around us. Healing is not linear. It is not linear. Like weight loss is not linear. And so you may discover that you healed something, but it shows up again with a new part that has yet to be healed. This is actually the healing process unfolding. So if you've ever worked on a big core wound of yours, maybe it's people pleasing, maybe it's fear of success, fear of failure, whatever it is, and you feel like you've healed it, and then at the same time, it comes up again in a different way. And it's not that to say you haven't healed, it's actually to say 
that there's another layer here because we are multi-dimensional beings, right? And whatever this core wound was for you or core pattern, I should say, it happened many times, right? For it to actually create a pattern, for it to, for it to actually create a traumatic wound for yourself. So in that regard, it's it's obvious to say that it's going to come up in many ways because it might have come in your childhood and then it might have shown itself when you were an adolescent and then it might have shown itself when you were in your early 20s and then now you're in your mid-30s and it's coming up again, right? And so you have to allow yourself the space to one, give yourself grace, but also just know that this core pattern or wound that you're working on, you've worked on it a lot. But the universe is going to consistently give you tests to make sure that you did. And if you didn't, that's okay. But now it's time to heal a different layer. And so I feel a lot of people that are moving through their healing journey and their pain to purpose journey think that they need to have it all figured out when in fact they don't. (laughs) It's just moving through what you can right now and getting to a place where you feel really good in yourself, really rooted, and then getting to that place where if it comes up again, you have new knowledge and new wisdom to heal it. And something I want to share here is just a little bit of like a what to do when this happens as well as besides explaining what it is and when it happens. But truthfully, when this does happen, because it will if it hasn't already, is give yourself you're going to be able to navigate this in a better way because you've already healed like the core of it and now you're just healing the different branches of this core pattern or wound and so think about it in a way where if I now have the knowledge that I didn't have before what is something that I can do that will allow me to move through this maybe that's a journaling exercise you did and that last core pattern that came up. Maybe it's a somatic practice or movement practice. Maybe it's reaching out to your coach again or your therapist. Maybe it's simply allowing it to be and just having the awareness of recognizing when it comes up and learning to move through it as it's navigating, as it's processing, right? So there's so many different ways to move through the healing happening in layers, but just so you know, you are going to be able to navigate it because you are a different person now, right? You've upgraded yourself. You've stepped into a new level. You've evolved in some way, shape, or form. So now that this wound or core pattern is coming up for you again, it's with a different mentality, right? Different mindset, different energy behind it. So you know what is best for you to navigate the best way to continue healing that layered experience. Number three, where you feel resistances to your growth is exactly where you need to shine the light. Oof. Obvious, I think, when you hear it. However, when you think about it, When we feel resistance to our growth or resistance towards our goal, we have an obstacle come up, everyone thinks, oh my gosh, I'm just not cut out for it. And that's bullshit. You're so capable. If you weren't capable, you never would have even thought of it. And if you can visualize yourself doing it, it's already happened. 
And what I mean by that is that your mind has already created the vision and you've created the feelings and the sensations and the elevated emotions when you reach that goal. So yes, that wouldn't be a possibility if you couldn't envision it happening. And so with that to be said, there's going to be resistances because when you grow, you have to think about it in this way. I know I've said this a dozen times. However, it's worth repeating. Your ego tries to keep you safe. And so everything that you're doing is potentially safe. And you have to learn to regulate your nervous system so that you can tolerate more of the discomfort to grow. There is nobody on this planet that has ever said, yeah, my growth was easy. Yeah, I was so comfortable every time I've hit a new milestone. When I made my first million dollars, cakewalk. No, it's challenging and it's going to cause you constriction and friction in your body. And so that's not to say this is not, I repeat, red alert. This is not an indication that you should stop going. This is actually an opportunity to find your blind spot and continue moving forward. And so if you start to shift your mindset around this discomfort and this resistance while you're doing a hard thing or something that you know is going to make you grow, like going after your goals and your dreams or hitting a new level in your business, whatever it is, it is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to allow yourself to move through the fear and transmute that into allowing it to work for you. And what I mean by that is that I believe from my experiences and from coaches and mentors that I highly look up to, they didn't get where they were at just because they had an easy way out. They've had to do a lot of inner work on themselves to continuously doing hard things, whether that's pitching themselves to different companies, whether that's um, you know, raising their prices even though that they were like feeling a little bit nervous that people like if people would pay for their services, whatever that was that helped them get to where they are successfully and financially successfully it's because they've done a lot of work on themselves to put themselves into uncomfortable places to continue growing even getting yourself in front of people that you don't even know and networking and pitching yourself to other people and showing up in that space that maybe are doing quote quote more successful things than you but you're going to learn so much, right? And you're going to find those places and and prove to yourself because you already have evidence that this has already happened, that you can do whatever you want to do. You just have to get through that uncomfortable part. I know everybody listening to this podcast has definitely done something at least once that's been uncomfortable for them and they've seen the benefit of doing that. Again, you have to put your mindset back into that place and say, I've done it before. I'm ready to do it again. Number four, the courage you crave comes from doing things with fear present. Courage creates confidence. Confidence is a built skill (laughs) and fear will always be there. It's not to distract you or have you turn the other way. It's actually there because it's showing you where you still get to do the work to become liberated in your own choices and autonomy. Having the courage to do it anyways develops your integrity 
and confidence to firmly trust yourself. Oh, I love this one so much because <clears throat> courage comes from doing things with fear present. Bravery to still do it anyway. This kind of goes hand in hand with the one I just discussed a little bit before that. The resistances to your growth is exactly where you need to shine the light because you have to have the courage to continue doing things. Fear is always going to be there. You have to remember that because <clears throat> our ego, our ego wants to keep us safe, right? And so doing things that are risky, whether or not it's literally like walking <laughs> the other direction <laughs> versus walking the normal direction you take, that can also feel uncomfortable because you're like, I don't know that way. What if, like, what if something happens? What if I get lost? Is your life in danger if you walk the other direction? Probably not. However, your ego does not see it that way. And so again, if you can take like this bird's eye view, this observer observational view of the situation and take yourself out and be non-biased, you're going to say the same thing. So whether it's focusing on a business goal, focusing on a personal goal, whatever it is, you have to acknowledge fear is always going to be there. It's just learning to work with it. It's learning to dance with it and saying, hey, I see you. I always love to um, put personalities to like the parts of me. Um, it's, it's like my background in the work I've done within psychology, but it's also, um, I think, just more humanizing them. And so we have all these different layers and parts of ourselves, right? Like we have a fear part, we have a shame part, we have a guilt part, right? And so if you can put them in personalities and think of them as like little people in your mind or like the little versions of you, it just gives them more context, right? And so if you think about it, if you're wanting to, again, let's go with this theme that we're going with this with here, pitching yourself maybe to, um, you know, receive some investment into your business and you need to step into courage, right? You're nervous. What if they reject you? What if it's not good enough? However, you still have to show up, right? And so it's even like networking with new people. Like sometimes I still get uncomfortable with networking with new people. And it's like, I'm such a people person. I'm such an extrovert. Same concept here, right? It's like, you know, you need to do it because it's going to help you get to where you want to go. But I'm like afraid to do it, right? And so we have to acknowledge that little person, right? That little part of ourselves, fear, and saying, hey, I see you. I get it. But we have to move through this. And the way that I have coached myself through these nervousness parts of myself is just like sitting with myself. I'll do a somatic practice. So just moving my body in a way that fear wants to dance in my body. Sometimes I shake, sometimes I journal out what that fear part actually feels like and I'll do some shadow work on it to really figure out why it's there and what, what the benefit of it is being there so that I can acknowledge it more and integrate it. And so there's many different layers and ways to do this. I recommend if you're really doing deeper shadow work to purchase the book Existential Kink phenomenal book phenomenal book and she just helps you acknowledge that really all these shadow parts or these fear parts or these shamey parts they present themselves because they want to be seen and they want to be loved right again we're going to the um theory that not theory but the analogy that these parts are just like little people right 
And so when you think about it that way, you're really able to work with those parts, right, more because you're humanizing them. You're humanizing yourself. And so when you're able to do some inner work on those parts and really acknowledge their job, you can then love them more and give them more compassion. And then you can give them a different job and be like, hey, I see that your benefit here is keeping me small and safe because you're afraid that rejection hurts too bad. However, I've been rejected before and I've been okay. So let me prove and give you evidence that I've been okay. So how can we give you a different job? What is another benefit that you can do to keep me safe? Maybe if there's a tiger around, you can totally keep me, (laughs) you can totally keep me safe, right? And so, yeah, it's just acknowledging that courage is coming from fear when you continuously move through it. And it's just constantly doing it over and over and over again because you're going to expand your nervous system to handle it. And also, you're going to prove to yourself that you're going to be okay because you will be. And number five, embracing your personal freedom develops your unique individuality and gives you the permission slip to live a life on your terms. I think this one should have been first, but I save the best for last, (laughs) in my opinion, because I feel like when we talk about moving through resistances to growth and why you should continue exploring yourself, that is like number effing one. Because if you're not learning to move through your own resistances and your own shadows and really find who you actually are underneath all of the blockages and patterns and trauma, then what are you living for, in my opinion? Because all you're doing is living a life that's not yours. And you're thinking that you should be doing this and your body knows so much And it's like, and I feel like this is a big theme for me and also the women that I've been interacting with because they've been finding that, oh my gosh, like, I, I don't, I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but I've talked to probably about three people in the last week that have quit their corporate jobs or are about to quit their corporate jobs. And it's because they're like, I don't know what I'm doing next, but I just need to I just need to quit. I need to figure it out. I want to live more on purpose and I just can't handle this anymore. And to me, when you are a purpose-driven freedom seeker, I'm going to trademark that, but really when you are a purpose-driven freedom seeker, you really focus on finding more of your personal freedom because it's important to you. It's important to you to allow the layers of yourself that don't feel authentic to be stripped away and we do that by this work by consistently moving through our resistances to growth by consistently setting high goals for ourselves because we know that we're meant for more and we have a specific lifestyle that we are looking to attract and create and live in and so no matter where you are on your journey to your freedom and figuring out what feels good for you You're learning to express your individuality. And when you get to allow yourself the space to explore those edges of yourself and allow yourself to really get crystal clear on what it is that you actually want in relationships, in your career, 
in your life and what you're available for and what you're fucking not and you set the boundaries that is creating your freedom it's creating your purpose it's creating your vision in the way that you see yourself and so personal freedom is owning all of yourself the flaws the imperfections the shadows and you know your worth because you're all encompassed you're whole and so it's feeling grounded and secure on how you want to live your life your relationships and your career the way that you desire it's truly I feel like living a life without shame and shame is one of the most negative emotions and it's the lowest vibrational um, emotion um, in our levels of consciousness and so when we feel shame for our being ourselves, whatever that is for you, maybe that is living an unconventional lifestyle, maybe that is um, dating multiple people at once, maybe that is um, utilizing your self-expression through your body, whatever. When you start to feel shame and like knowing that that's how you want to live and you're like, well, society says this and my parents would say that and blah, blah, blah. You're blocking yourself from your highest and greatest self, your highest and greatest good. And so when you get to give yourself the permission to live the way that you want to live, that's peace and that's freedom. And it feels so good to get there and doing all this work that I know a lot of you do just know that that is a big core driver to get you where you want to be. And it's going to create the lifestyle and the vision that you want to have. And ultimately for everyone listening to, I want you to dream big. I want you to think bigger. I want you to be the best version of yourself because you're so capable I feel every single person on this planet has a purpose. Whether or not you activate that purpose is up to you. But these tools and this awareness is going to help you do that. Do just that. So find the people. Find the experiences. Find whatever that is for you that's going to help you get out of your own way and move towards the growth that you seek. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I enjoyed so much talking about it. I'm like hyped up for the day and I'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes. Give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information, or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Steph, and I will see you guys next week.